Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Pure Bracket Wisdom is brought to you by Pure Hoops Media. Here's the man who runs all the numbers and cracks the codes for bracket success, Ed Feng. You know you need analytics to win your pool. By my numbers, the team with the highest or next highest win probability has won nine of the last 17 tournaments. However, analytics is not the only thing you need. In fact, if you get this other thing wrong, analytics will not help you at all. Unless you're Biff from Back to the Future Part 2, you might as well light your entry fee on fire. Today, we'll talk about the one thing you have to get right to win your pool. My name is Ed Fang, your host and the founder of ThePowerRank.com. And this is another episode of the Pure Bracket Wisdom Podcast. Now, to understand this one thing you must get right, consider this analogy. Steph Curry walks into a gym. And there's a bunch of college kids looking to get an NBA contract. Steph is feeling pretty generous that day, so he sets up a three-point shooting contest. If you beat Steph, you get an NBA contract. This three-point shooting contest is pretty typical. You get 25 shots. There are five balls at five points along the arc, just like you'll see in the All-Star game. So Steph and every college kid gets 25 shots. Steph Curry is the greatest shooter to ever grace a basketball court. He goes first, and he sinks 17 of 25 shots. A pretty awesome mark. Can any of the college kids beat him and get that NBA contract? It depends on the number of college kids in the shooting contest. So for any college player that might step up, let's assume that there's a 95% chance that Steph is going to beat that college player. So if two college kids step up, the probability that Steph beats both of them is 90%. And you can get that by multiplying 0.95 times 0.95. So 95% for each of those two other kids. If 13 players step up, then Steph only has a 50% chance to beat all of them. If there's 50 players in the gym, Steph's chance of beating all of them drop to about 7.6%. Now, the analogy is this. If you use analytics to enter a March Madness pool, you're like Steph Curry. You have a really good chance of beating any one person in that gym. And we'll get into specifics later in the show. However, your odds of winning your pool go down with more people that are in your pool. The bigger the pool, the more likely someone gets lucky and beats you. That person might be grandma. She doesn't know anything about college basketball. She sees someone like Nick Saban on TV and thinks, oh, what a nice guy. I hope he wins that basketball tournament this year. But grandma's entering your pool, and she's got one thing going for her. She's Catholic. Goes to Mass every morning, and that matters in 2018. She picks Villanova, the oldest Catholic university in Pennsylvania, as champion. Better yet, she's friends with Sister Jean, and she picks Loyola Chicago to make the Final Four. No one else in the pool had that Final Four pick from the South region. Grandma wins the pool based on this choice. The more people that enter your pool, 
the more likely it is you're going to find someone like Grandma that beats you. Now, I'm exaggerating a little bit here with the story of Grandma. Grandma winning this pool is a little bit like Jack Salt beating Steph Curry in a three-point shooting contest. But the point remains, the bigger the pool, the more likely someone is going to get lucky and beat you. numbers behind how your probability to win your pool changes with the number of brackets in it. I use computer calculations to figure out this win probability. And these computer calculations use random numbers. You need these random numbers to account for two different things. First, there's randomness in the game of basketball. To see what I mean, think back to Michigan in 2018. They played Houston in a round of 32 game, and it was a dogfight down until the last minute of the game. Houston had a late lead, but Michigan's Jordan Poole hit a three-point buzzer-beating shot to send Michigan to the Sweet 16. Michigan found themselves on a depleted side of the bracket, as they were the highest remaining seed not only in their region, but the region they would face in the Final Four. They made it all the way to the title game. However, if we played the tournament over again, it might not play out the same way. Poole's shot bounces off the rim, and Houston advances to the Sweet 16, and they get the clear path to the title game. To account for this randomness, I use random numbers to simulate the tournament. And simulating the tournament means I play it out just like the tournament plays out in real life. If Michigan meets Houston in that round of 32 game, my numbers would say that Michigan has a 51% chance to win that game. So when these two teams meet in the simulation, I flip a coin that comes up heads 51 out of 100 times. If the coin comes up heads, Michigan advances. If not, Houston moves on. Now, the other thing you need to simulate your pool is you need to know something about the other brackets in your pool. And to do this, I consult the data from ESPN. They have numbers on the fraction of brackets that pick each team in each round of the tournament. And using some math, I can pick brackets that match those numbers from ESPN. For example, in 2018, 18.5% of brackets picked Virginia as champion. So when I do the selection of brackets, 18.5% of those brackets would have Virginia as champion. I should note here that this technique is an approximation to the brackets that you'll actually find in your pool. For example, if you live in North Carolina, you're probably going to see more brackets in your pool that pick Duke or North Carolina as champion. This is going to be really important later when we talk about finding a contrarian champion. As another example, suppose you find yourself in a pool with a bunch of guys that bet on college basketball for a living. They spend their nights watching Conference USA basketball, and they worship the analytics sites. The set of brackets that I'm picking from the ESPN data is not going to match the brackets that you see in this pool. And by the way, I highly recommend not getting in a pool with professional bettors. So, let's talk again about how to figure out your win probability for a pool. You figure out the pool size, you pick some brackets according to the data from ESPN, and then you play out the tournament at random a number of times. Now, the bracket that you enter is based on analytics. You look at my team rankings, and you pick the higher-ranked team in every game. We know since 2002 that the higher-ranked team, according to my numbers, has won 71.2% of games. In 2018, if you did this and you were in a pool with one other person, you'd have an 89% chance to win. So that's pretty good. You double your money with 89% probability.
probability. If you're in a 10-person pool, your win probability drops to 50%. Still pretty good odds. If you have a 50-person pool, now your win probability drops all the way down to 20%. If you're in a 100-person pool, your win probability drops to 13%. The specific numbers may vary from year to year. Some years you might have an 8% chance to win a 100-person pool. But what does not change is that your win probability for your pool decreases rapidly with the more brackets in your pool. I really hope I'm catching you early in this process because it is really important not to get into a large pool. In an ideal world, find a pool of about 10 people. Try to avoid pools that are greater than 100. Please do not get into a pool that's 1,000 people with winner-take-all. There are other sites out there that will sell you bracket advice for how to win a pool with 1,000 people. I will not. Please don't get into these types of pools. I've been talking about this advice of getting into small pools for years. But sometimes, even I get surprised about how this advice manifests itself. I was in New York City last year, and I was having coffee with Brian Zeller. He's a member of my site at the Power Rank. And he had really internalized this advice about getting into a small pool. He ended up getting into a pool that had a higher entrance fee than a different pool that he was considering. And one of the consequences of this is that there were fewer people in that pool. He ended up winning that pool in 2018 with Villanova as his champion. This is something for you to think about this week as you find a pool for March Madness. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Pure Bracket Wisdom Podcast. My name is Ed Fang. Just a reminder, my March Madness cheat sheet makes it drop-dead easy to fill out your bracket. To get this free service, sign up for my email newsletter at thepowerrank.com. That is my site for better March Madness predictions. Once again, that's thepowerrank.com. The Pure Bracket Wisdom Podcast is presented by Pure Hoops Media. There are three other podcasts that you definitely want to check out. The Mike Wise Show with journalist Mike Wise comes out on Mondays. Catch and Shoot with basketball minds Adam Stanko and Noah Kozlov comes out on Wednesdays. And the Pure Hoops podcast with three-time NBA champion BJ Armstrong and Eric Newman comes out on Fridays. Fridays.